Hello and welcome to Flow Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm J-Log. And we are glad you guys are with us for another day. We have successfully have our second episode coming out within at least week a, and a half. A week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> for certain. So I feel like that's a success. I do. I feel like it's a big <laughs> success considering what has been the norm. But, you know, it, life brings different seasons and different things. So yes. Definitely blessed to be, be back again online, guys, with oh. you all. Absolutely, absolutely. So, in case you guys don't know what we're talking about today, we're going to talk about um, school starting back. Um, in our neck of the woods, school has started back. Um, mm-hmm. We had some schools start back at the beginning of the month, and some started back this past week. And so, all of our students are back in session, whether in elementary school, high school, middle school, or even on the college level. College level. You know, all all schools are now back in session, and so we figured to be just a a fun time to talk about school, how we can be a witness in our schools, maybe the temptations and trials that come along with school, and just some advice from some guys who are not in school. Not in school. Well, I can't Kinda say sort of. I can't say yeah. that anymore. I How start back. Say? I start back on the thirteenth. Okay, you're not in school now. <laughs> not in school right now. As of this moment, I am not in school, but I've got my syllabus. I got my my notebook getting ready to go in and. Mm. So how much longer you got? Woo. A couple years. <laughs> Once you start. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see, right? <laughs> see where it takes me. Exactly. But. Yeah, school has started back, and uh, my kids were one of the ones that went back at the first part of the month. Yeah. And it has been an interesting three weeks already. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Things have been hectic around the house as far as getting back in rhythm and routine. Now, they go to... Private school. Private school, yeah. right. Yeah, they go to private school. Yeah. And so has their school lifted their mask mandate? No. Okay. No. Um, but whether, well, let's put it this way. Air quotes, no. Right. Air quotes, no. Now, how far, how, how hard are they enforcing it during the day? Right. That obviously I don't know, according to my son, not very much. Yeah. Uh, from a standpoint of it being pulled down over their or below their nose and right. uh, below their lips, you know, they may say something along the lines of, he said they might say pull it up and then, you know, it's like pull it up and then walk past and pull it down. Right. That type of thing. But uh, the ele- the middle school is, they're pretty 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 strict about it over there. Okay. Um, they're just a little bit different, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's almost like a way of life anymore for them. Um, yeah. It's kind of like they never really skipped that beat, even though they were off about a month and a half, month and three quarters, roughly, with summer break. But it's like as soon as they went back, they just masked up. And yeah. Say, um, Ellie's school, they made it mask optional. Did they? Yeah, because they're a private school also. Right. You know, and so, but they have a lot smaller classes, too. Oh, I yeah. mean, I think Ellie only has nine kids in her class. Mm. So it's more easy to be do Social distancing. Yeah, social distancing and stuff like that when you have... Not that many in there. Not that many in there. You know, it's, but what's weird about it all for, as far as from the whole COVID thing is, is that it's just amazing how it's, I think the high school's already had, I think, four cases Mm -hmm. in three weeks and the middle school's had two or three. I can't remember which one. Oh, at, back in North Carolina, um, in the school districts I grew up in and my sister-in-law teaches there and, you know, they've had, um, and they hadn't been back for maybe a week, but they've had one school where their whole janitorial staff was quarantined. They mm. had one school where the whole lunch staff was quarantined, and you know, they're cause the way the way that the uh, 
governor out in North Carolina decided to do it was make it a school by school choice. But they he has they have what they call their COVID kit, um, to where if there's unmasked students in a classroom and one person comes down with COVID, then the whole classroom has to go into quarantine, mm. no matter social distancing or anything like that. But if everybody has masks on, then it's only those people in immediate vicinity of him or that person. That right. Had, and so it sort of forced the schools to still do mass mandates. Right. But the governor doesn't get the heat from get the heat from it. Yeah. Heat yeah. from it. Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, school started back and I mean, I have more hope for this school year than we did last year. Hopefully mm-hmm. there will be no days of virtual learning and stuff like that. And I think they learned last year that virtual learning just was not the success for everybody. You know, you know that's that's just it. For some kids, it's not. Some kids, it, it is. But I think the, even for the ones that is, they're missing out on such vital mm-hmm. human human contact. Um, developing their, I mean, I know for ours at one point for uh, my son, it was just like a psyche thing. Yeah. Uh, to being from not being around his friends, for not being around his, mm-hmm. his sports and his activities and and things. So. Definitely glad to see that we're still in school. Hope we hopefully we'll stay that way. Hopefully, and remain that way. Um, it just again adds another thing on top of being a witness, mm-hmm. uh, being a empowerment for Christ in your school. Um, if you social distance, it's hard to talk about it, right? Yeah, I mean that's one of the things we were talking with the kids is leading to them having gospel conversations with their classmates. Mm-hmm. You know. And even though social distancing is there now, they still talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, to say that, that you still don't talk to your friends, even though you have to social distance or whatever it might be, it's crazy. And you think about it, the new social distance now is three feet. I mean, we're three, we're three feet, feet right from now. each other right now, and mm-hmm. we can I, we could easily share the gospel with each other. Oh, absolutely. You know? And so it's just a way just to encourage our kids because the school systems now, especially at the post-COVID world that we're in, it's harder and harder for people to get in that doesn't, you know, belong there. Doesn't belong there. And so um, it's an important thing to empower our students to give them the ability and the confidence to share the gospel. Absolutely. You know, I, I say it all to kids, to the kids all the time, that they'll reach people more than I will mm-hmm. because I can't just walk into their classroom and share the gospel. No. But they can. You know, and so the school year brings us hope of being able to influence our friends and mm-hmm. our fellow students with the gospel because it's what God's called us to do. You know, God's called us to share the gospel and called us to be. Um, I know specifically for our kids, they enjoy sharing sharing the word. They enjoy sharing the gospel. They, um, I know, Ben usually has at least once one or two gospel conversations. I'd say probably a week. I'd love to say a day. Right. Uh, but in reality, it's probably a week, and it's people asking, why don't you do this? Or mm-hmm. why don't you do that? Or And it's just, and which is encouraging because they see, they're able to see him as different. Yes. And which allows them to spark the conversation more so than him having to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that he has the opportunity to talk about it and feel free to, <coughs> excuse me, free to talk about it is just encouraging. Um, we encourage the youth to do it as well. Uh, it's just about how much longer or how much more they'll be able to do it. Right. At least from our standpoint over here, because I know that in some of their classrooms and things, they're starting to spread out more. They don't get a lot of chance to talk. Right. Um, 
unless it's before school, during school, as far as like during intermissions or something yeah. like that. And that's what it is. It's just finding those opportunities to be able to, to have those conversations and to do it with confidence, you know, um, it's one of those things to where I know a lot of students fear uh, the social rejection from mm-hmm. sharing the gospel. But, you know, God promises that he'll look out for us and care for us and be there to give us guidance. And so, I mean, I remember in high school after I got saved, my youth group became my closest group of friends, mm-hmm. you know. And so they were right there with me when it came to gospel conversations right. and stuff like that. And for those that are in colleges and universities, you know, you're able to there's not as much, there's still guidelines for social distancing, but there's not as much, you know, not as much guidelines. they don't really have control over, all right, well, you guys walk on this side of the hallway and you yeah. guys walk on the, you know, <laughs> in between yeah. buildings, you walk on this side, yeah. walk right. No, yeah. And so you guys are able to actually have those, those conversations on a, mm-hmm. on a, a more personable level, you know, um, and that's something that, you know, we, we need to be paying attention to those in our classes that, you know, we can pray for and for God to give us the opportunities to share the gospel with them. Because mm-hmm. that's what it pulls down to is that we need to be sharing the gospel with those that God lays on our heart of going, hey, you need to go talk to them. Right. You know, and that's with us being in tune with God and, and his word and praying so that we can hear when God speaks to us going, hey, go go and share. Go mm-hmm. go talk to this person, you know, because God will give us the time. God will give us the, the moment when it's right. Of when to share. Yeah. Um the thing I like about it, guys, is if you can remember to have the gospel conversations or a gospel a conversation about just God in general in mm-hmm. church. I mean, I'm not sitting there telling you you have to deliver a full-blown sermon. But <clears throat> the more you do it, the more it becomes practical in your life. And the more it becomes practical, it becomes habitual. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me that's just something that has become as if it's part of my nature. I mean, it's like... Any opportunity, whether I'm when I'm filling a vending machine, I like have all these people that come in and just want to talk. You know, it's like, hey, what's well, good? They cut up with you. They talk about sports. They talk mm-hmm. about whatever. And uh, that's how Darnell, or not Darnell, Tyrell started coming. Yeah. Is he just started talking? So I was like, he's like, how are you so successful? How do you do what you're doing? You know, I'd like to try to do this. I thought about doing that, and I was like, man, I give glory to God, man. God, yeah, this, that, and the other. And next thing you know, we're talking about church. We're talking about God and. I invited him, you know, and so that's really how it starts, guys. Use your own life uh, as a way of starting gospel conversations. Let it become practical in your everyday life yep. so that it becomes natural. And yeah. the more you do it, the more you'll want to do it. And let it be genuine. I mean, mm-hmm. don't don't force it. I mean, that's one of the things people see through fakeness. Yeah. You know? True. <laughs> you got to be, you have to be genuine. Yep. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the struggles with starting back school. I mean, which in the parents are the, t- <laughs> the yeah. kids. I have not uh, enjoyed waking up as early these past few days as uh, <laughs> there's no more sleeping in and uh, no more eight o'clock, which I consider that sleeping. Yeah, in for yeah, me. that's exactly. Eight. I can see. Yeah, eight o'clock of sleeping in, and so you know, um, now it's, it's like seven o'clock. And, yeah, it's, yeah, it's six, somewhere between six and six thirty for me, and. It's usually get up, sit on the couch for about 10 minutes to get my eyes open, mm-hmm. and then get everybody. Start the process, man. Yeah. Start the process. And and then out the door they go, and then then you're playing catch-up, mm-hmm. trying to get to where you need to get and be. And uh, So, I mean, it throws on an extra added stress of life, not only for the kids, but for the parents. Yeah. And I just wonder how much 
the kids pay attention to it from a parental side of it. I don't think the kids look and say, well, mom and dad's stressed or mom and dad's right. this or mom and dad's that. I think they pick up on it more than they'll admit. Admit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you talk for a second. I'll take it. I'll <laughs> run with it. Uh, but, no, it's 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 been pretty interesting, uh, guys, to see how you develop your day. The way you start your day, guys, is, is, is really important as far as whether you're a youth, whether you're a college student, uh, middle school, high school, it doesn't really matter. Whether you're a parent, uh, it's important how you start your day, to get your day going. Uh, I w- I've been reminded so many times by my wife, you know, that to start the day positive, regardless of if, if, if it's negative. Uh, if some, maybe the kids didn't wake up on the right side of the bed, so to speak, and they're a little grumpy, or maybe you didn't wake up on the right side of the bed, you can overpower the way you act and the way you handle things, the way you develop things in your life, um, to make the day start out right. Uh, try to start the day out right with a prayer. Try to start the day out right as a family praying together before you depart. Uh, pray. Try to start the day off with praises to each other. You know, like, hey, I hope you do well today. I, I believe God's got a perfect plan for you today. Uh, maybe they have a test. Maybe you have a sporting event that day. Hey, I know you're going to do great tonight. Uh, try to start the day off in a positive manner. And usually I have found that if you do that, you're able to push through your day uh, with a lot of positivity, um, regardless if negative things happen. Uh, usually try to do something with Scripture in the mornings. Uh, quote Scripture. Read Bible verse together. Uh, as you're praying, pray God's uh, presence over you. The things that you say, uh, guys, is empowerment to how your day will go. Because as you're starting to have a bad day, you're going to think about how you started the day. You're going to think about that prayer. You're going to think about that uh, positive commitment that you've made within yourself to get through the day in a positive way. Um, I'm a firm believer that... uh, that the more you stay involved with God, the more that he'll want to stay involved with you. Um, you know, one of the hardest things that I've seen so far, the short three weeks that we've been back in school, is that we're full-blown sports. My daughter plays volleyball. My son plays golf. Uh, in the middle of that, he's had some basketball workouts. Uh, just the stress already of sports and keeping a Christ-like attitude as you're moving within your uh, school day. You've got homework. You've got uh, classes all day. You've had to get up early. You're tired most likely. Uh, and then only not only after that, you've got to come home for a little bit only to turn around and go to two, two and a half hours worth of volleyball practice if you don't have two or three hours worth of games that night. Uh, for example, my daughter this week's had uh, four volleyball games and practices every night. So there's not been any breaks there. And then on top of that, she's had her homework. She's had her uh, commitments at the house as far as chores, things of that nature. So, you know, life just doesn't stop. So we've got to learn how to manage that. And the best way to manage that, honestly, is to have a a life-centered relationship with Jesus and prayer and and, uh, consistency. Uh, Josh is back. And uh, basically what I'm talk- what I've been talking about is starting the day off right, starting it off with prayer, starting oh, yeah. it off with positivity, starting it off with a way of 
kind of jumpstarting your day, regardless whether you get off, get up on the wrong side of the bed, whether you're a parent, student, right. of, of any age, um, try to start your day off positive. Stay positive things. Don't forget to pray. Don't forget oh, yeah. maybe a scripture reading of the morning. And, and praying throughout the day. I mean, we That's think a good point. Yeah, prayer has to be this grand thing, but, I mean, it's just a simple, you know, we talk. It, Paul talks about pray without ceasing. You know, mm-hmm. it's that attitude of, you know, going into a test, God help me. Just going into a class, God help me just to pay attention or, mm-hmm. you know, ever having struggles at school with people or anything like that. Just asking for prayer throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Just, and even praying, God, just help me be a light. God help me just to show your glory and honor. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that constant mindset of everything that we, we say and do, we bring glory to God. Glory to God. Yeah. That's right. You know, that's funny because we need to do that in general as people, mm-hmm. uh, not just students in school and this and the other. I mean, I found myself literally praying as I was walking in, you know, I was like, okay, it's like one, two doors have been closed so far in this new business venture. And I'm like, okay, God, what does this mean? Where, where am I mm-hmm. at right now? Am I, am I trying to jump ahead? If so, pull me back, put me where you want me to be. And yeah. so you're right. That's, that's a great point to make, you know, cons- continual prayer, continual involvement within your spiritual relationship with God. Yeah. So. And we realize that going to school, it can be a struggle sometimes because, I mean, you get back into dealing with people all the time and the the ins and outs of the social norms and stuff like that. And so it's the asking God to help you with it, mm-hmm. you know, taking a stand for what is right and showing God's love even when it's mm-hmm. when you feel, don't feel like it's deserved, you know, no, or owed, right. you know, and being that, that light because when people – see you react differently than the way they expect you to will be a way to mm-hmm. help share the, the love of God, to share the gospel, you Absolutely. know. You know, I was, I was telling them, too, that, you know, we're three weeks in, and we're already full-blown sports. I mean, mm-hmm. ben, ben plays golf. Uh, Abby's got plays volleyball. She's This week alone, she's had four volleyball games and practice every night. And uh, being an eighth grader, uh, she plays freshman JV right uh volleyball for the high school and mm-hmm. so it's that the stresses of that the learning of and the anticipation of things the anticipation okay i'm an eighth grader but i'm playing jv right. volleyball you know i'm here with all these sophomores and juniors and freshmen and mm-hmm. and things and then on top of that you got your school work and you've got house chores you've got things going on in your life so there has to be a spiritual balance there guys and to me, it's a train wreck if there's not. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just speaking from personal preference just because I've been down that path. And when now knowing what God has done in my life and helped me organize my life through my spiritual practices, I can't see any other way of, of, right. it, of it really working out. Um, so to maintain, like Josh, Josh said, and continual thought of prayer, continual thought of, of just having God on your mind and Jesus in your heart and knowing he's there to call upon mm-hmm. you know because you're his and uh it's just a awesome thing yeah so absolutely well i think that's all that i have yeah know. i mean no, real quick episode yeah uh, real, real quick 20 minutes you know 20 minutes real quick <laughs> yeah uh it's crazy 20 minutes i know 20 minutes has already gone by uh no we're good let's yeah. uh wrap it up yep so you guys can reach out to us at flowpodcast.org um you can contact us through the website and stuff like that mm-hmm. you can also see our merch on there and um, so go check that out um yeah if you guys have topics questions anything mm-hmm. like that definitely reach out to us we'd love to hear from you 
definitely uh, reach out and yeah. then we'll try to see if we can't line up a guest maybe here in the near future uh, to <laughs> break the monotony <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know or whatever but uh it's been blessed guys i'm yeah. Log. i hope y'all have a blessed blessed uh week until next time yep i've and been josh and uh you guys have a good one god bless guys bye thanks for listening make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official flow merch Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.